Hi, my name is the Caronade. Welcome to my video and podcast. Desire is the essence of all creation, where I give you another priceless jewel of quantum wisdom that is the key to your spiritual liberation, the key to your happiness, health, wealth, and fun and excitement, etc., etc., which is to embrace and allow yourself to desire anything and everything without judgments. And then focus on the realization of your desires rather than the absence of your desires. Because contrary to standard old school Buddhist teachings, it is not desire that causes pain and suffering. It is focusing on the absence of your desires. And using desires to fill a spiritual void, which is the feeling of being disconnected from source, that is what causes pain and suffering. But focusing on the realization of your dreams and desires is the joyful, delicious juice of life and the key to your power to creating anything you desire in your life. So please enjoy my video and podcast. If you get something from it, share it with your friends. Come visit me at sakiron.com for lots more videos and podcasts and goodies for you to help you become a conscious deliberate creator of reality and go get yourself a free copy of my video and audio and book series the master keys of success and freedom to help you create more fun money and freedom in your life free keys of success.info if you've already got that book and you want something else fun and exciting for free let me know i'll send it to you all right here we go desire is creation desire is the essence of all creation. Bum, 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 bum. In some circles, especially religious and spiritual traditions, desire has been given a really bad name. If you desire money or to be rich, you are supposed supposedly a greedy bastard, you know, not worth even looking at. And if you desire anything, you're supposedly unenlightened. If you desire seemingly impossible things, well, then you're an irresponsible dreamer, so you just can't bloody win. So you really can't win because if you follow humanity's advice, you're either not supposed to desire anything, or you're at least not supposed to, you're, uh, you're at least supposed to tame your desires and whip your desires into shape or repress and deny your desires so that you can prove your virtuosity and worthiness. But the fact of the matter is that the essence of all creation is desire. If not for the desire of it, nothing would exist. If Source, God, the Universe, Allah, all that is, whatever you want to call it, hadn't had a desire to create all life, then nothing would exist. And if it wasn't for desire, nothing would ever change and improve either. In fact, desire is the absolute force of evolution. Every soul on earth who has ever lived and every one of your desires for improvement in their individual lives and their desires for improvement on earth in general for the entire race of humanity, etc., is what has literally evolved this earth and has created a better quality of life for everyone on earth, for every new generation. As the new, as the previous generation desired that improvement, 
and strived and worked and fought for that improvement, that improvement manifested in the next generation. So desire is not something that should be hindered or judged or tamed or repressed or denied in any manner. It is something that should be fully allowed and embraced wholeheartedly. It is something amazing that should be finally unleashed and let out of prison. <clears throat> we have seen the tragic results when you try to repress and deny desire, such as ludicrous repression of basic, natural, healthy sexuality by the Catholic Church for the clergy, which just manifests as sexual perversion. So it is painfully obvious that desire should be allowed to flow and be free, not denied and repressed. And any desire you try to repress will come out in some way, even if that way is distorted. And desires become distorted when they are judged, repressed, and condemned. And sexuality is such an excellent example to prove my point because absolutely everyone has a natural desire for the expression of sexuality, which stems from our natural desire to love and be loved and just enjoy the sensuality of being in a body, which is fun and why we came to planet Earth in the first place. And as soon as you judge sexuality or any form of or kind of sexuality as being bad or wrong or sinful, etc., it is guaranteed that it is going to come out in full force because everything and everyone wants to be free because freedom is our natural state of being as creators. And if you judge sexuality, you're not going to feel good. You're going to be unhappy. You're going to be a bitter, lame-ass uh, person. Uh, but if sexuality is actually allowed, uh, if it is allowed full expression without judgment, then desire will be expressed in a healthy way. But as soon as you decide to judge and condemn certain behavior, you create a split within yourself, which creates unhealthy expression of love and sexuality in the forms of control and exploitation but luckily, because of the law of attraction, there are no victims. Because even exploitation and rape and molestation, etc. are all attracted to you. That's right, folks. You heard it right here. Every bit of it is attracted to you. If you've been molested, raped, disrespected, dishonored, exploited, etc., you attracted it. That's right. You heard it here, folks. I know you would like to hang on to being a victim... Because it feels good to be angry at the evil perpetrator. Because anger and revenge feels better than powerless and helpless. And you can't imagine how you could possibly have attracted that. Because you just don't really understand how the law of attraction works. But nevertheless, you created it vibrationally. Because you felt helpless and powerless. Or unworthy. Or a list of other psychological and spiritual things. And the key to your, empower, your empowerment, your personal empowerment, is to realize that you are not a helpless, powerless victim, but in fact you are an all-powerful creator with the power to be, do, and have whatever you want. So desire is our natural state of being as creators. Desire is what creates what we want and what evolves the universe. And you're either a conscious creator of reality or an unconscious one. 
The key is to become a conscious, deliberate master of desire so that you can create your desires into physical reality rather than just allowing them to, to manifest unconsciously by reacting to external circumstances. Now, where people go terribly wrong with desire and why desire has been given such a bad name is people use desire to fill a spiritual void. They use money, sex, relationship, children, fame, wealth, goods, uh, alcohol, drugs, etc. to fill a void that most people feel. And that void is the feeling that they are disconnected from God, from Source, etc., etc. It's the last final step where anybody who is an alcoholic or drug addict, etc., the 12-step program, uh, can actually fully 100% kick the addiction is by adding God, belief, and faith to the uh, the soup. Every single addiction, every single aberrant type of behavior that we judge as being criminal or perverted or disrespected, etc., is a manifestation from the desire to fill that void. Even less tragic behavior such as rampant consumerism and an addiction to social status and even some forms of accomplishment in order to prove your worth are all unconsciously designed to fill an inner void that most people feel from feeling disconnected from Source, from God, <clears throat> and wanting to feel important, valuable, etc. So there is absolutely nothing wrong with desire in and of itself, just like there's nothing wrong with sex or money, etc. It's just how you perceive it. Both of these things can be beautiful and fun and joyful and uplifting. You know, both of them, uh, money, you can do great and wonderful things with it and have a lot of fun with it. And of course, you can have a hell of a lot of fun, a heaven a lot of fun with sex uh, if that is your conscious intention and your desire. Just, but, you know, just like a hammer can be a tool to build things, you can also use it as a weapon to bash people's heads in. Sex can be a joyful, wonderful expression or a way to control people or abuse people. It's your choice. Money can be a beautiful thing, a tool to create amazing things and do wonderful things and help people and build wonderful things and a tool to explore... A tool to exploit and control and abuse people and animals and resources, etc. To fill a void that really doesn't exist because God has never abandoned us. The void only exists, that feeling of disconnection from source, that void only exists because we have shut ourselves off from source with our judgments about desire and judgment about other people's desires. When you judge money, you cut yourself off from God, Source, because money is a wonderful creation. In Source, God only sees everything as wonderful, a wonderful, valuable creation. And when you judge money or wealth in any manner, you're thinking in an opposing manner to the way that Source, God, all that is, does. Because Source only thinks about unlimited abundance and well-being. 
So you're split within your own consciousness because you want money, but you hate money. You want wealth, but you envy or judge wealthy people or successful people or famous people. So you're split within your consciousness and you're and disconnected from source. Everybody wants sex, but when you judge certain sexual behavior as being sinful and wrong, you create a split within your consciousness about sex because source never ever judges any form of sexual behavior. You want sex, but you hate having a lack of sex. Or you judge certain aspects of sex. So you're split within and disconnected from source, God, who never ever judges or condemns any kind of sexual behavior for any reason at all, ever, ever, ever. Or any behavior, for that matter. That's right, folks. You also heard it here on Zakiron Radio. God source never judges a goddamn thing. <laughs> Pun intended. The real reason people have such a love-hate relationship with the things they desire, such as money and sex and relationship and wealth and fame and talent, etc., is not that desires themselves, it's not the object of desire that is the problem. The challenge everyone has in relationship to their desires is believing they can actually be, do, or have them, and, you know, and have what they want. Belief is the secret key. If you believe you can have your desire, and you don't judge your, de your desire uh, as something you should not be desiring, uh, or that you don't deserve it, etc., etc., then your desire can and will come to you. When you believe you can have something without judgment, and without hindering your desires from coming to you by believing you must prove your worthiness to receive your desire, etc. If you can just believe without, res without resistance, your desires will come to you easy peasy. This is when your desires feel good to you. Even if you don't physically have the manifestation of your dreams and desires yet, if you are not offering resistance to your own desires, it will feel good to think about being rich and making sweet love to your object of desire or whatever your desire is. It will feel good to think about it and being it and doing it and having it. But as soon as you second guess your desires and judge your desires as being wrong, bad, sinful, etc., etc., now your desire causes you pain. Now it feels bad to think about your desire, or it feels taboo or sinful to want your desire, so it feels bad to think about your desire. Or, if you focus upon the lack of your desire by thinking limited thoughts, such as, I shouldn't desire that, I don't deserve that, he... She's uh, out of my league. Money is bad, wrong, sinful, etc. That's impossible. That's difficult. I'm just dreaming. I'm not worthy. I'm not strong enough, powerful enough, old enough, young enough. I don't deserve that. There's not enough to go around, etc. Freaking, etc. Now your desire will feel bad because you're focusing on the lack of your desire or a foe that is blocking you from your desire. 
So it's not desire that caused pain, causes pain and suffering. It's focusing on the lack of your desire that causes pain and suffering. It's not desire that causes a disconnection from God's source. It's thinking about your alleged unworthiness to receive your desires or your inability or lack in some way to receive your desires. You know, that's why they came up with this whole bullshit idea that certain desires are sinful. It's because it felt bad to think about those desires. <clears throat> and any self-judgments or judgments of your desires, etc., these are what causes a disconnection from source because source is not thinking about the lack of your desires. Source is only thinking about the unlimited abundance of your desires and the manifestation <clears throat> and the manifestation and experience of your desires. So any spiritual guru who tells you that you must meditate to get to some mythically impossible desireless state just doesn't understand how source and creation works. Source, God, Goddess, all that is, is desire itself. The entire universe of creation is desire itself. And desire is what creates all wonderful things. You would do much better for yourself to meditate upon your desires rather than trying to repress and deny your desires. Which is really what affirmations and visualization exercises are. They're forms of conscious, deliberate creation. The trap that most humans fall into is they live their lives desiring things that society is training them to desire, rather than wanting their own dreams and desires, their own heart's dreams and desires. Most people have not been taught how to, first of all, discover their own hearts, dreams, and desires, and then how to consciously and deliberately create those dreams and desires into their physical reality. Instead, people are taught to desire the thousand things, like all the people around them, to fill the bottomless pit that is the feeling of disconnection from source thought. But that pit can never be filled because it's not real. But if people were taught as children first to maintain their connection to source that they were born with, and then they were taught how to get back to source when they got off track, and then taught that desire is a wonderful thing and why they're here on earth to create amazing desires and a physical reality, etc., and that they have the power within them to create those desires in a physical reality, we would create self-empowered people on earth who are at peace with their power of creation and their desires. And then no one is running around doing stupid things to fill the bottomless void because everyone feels connected to source all the time. So, Desire is the essence of all creation, and we are all masters of desire because desire causes us to create what we want. Desire is the force of creation, and 
is therefore the force of evolution. It is what causes us and the planet and the universes to expand and grow. Desire is a gift. Desire is a miracle. And desire is fun. If you learn to focus on being, doing, and having your desires, when you focus on the emotional experience of your desires, rather than the absence of your desires. But dreams and desires suck and feel bad if you focus on the absence of your desires, or your alleged unworthiness to receive your desires, or you're not good enough in some way, etc., etc., Desire is not an impediment to your enlightenment and your spiritual liberation or, you know, desire is the key, the absolute key to your enlightenment and liberation. You are a desire being, a desire master here for the fun and joy of manifesting your dreams and desires into physical reality. And you will feel the most fulfilled when you're actively creating your dreams and desires into physical reality. So, enjoy your desires. Revel in your desires. Have fun with your desires. Have fun imagining the wonderful feelings of being rich and being free and sailing in that yacht and traveling the exotic places all over this earth that you want to travel to. And enjoy imagining and writing amazing books and songs and starring in movies and making priceless works of art and winning the race or winning the competition or becoming famous or successful at some amazing endeavor. Love your desires into physical reality. Love your dreams and desires. Love the amazing, joyful, exciting emotions of being, doing, and having your dreams and desires, and they will joyfully and easily manifest into your life. Now, if you would like some guidance and support on how you can love your desires into physical reality, into your life, and create an absolutely amazing, joyful, abundant, exciting, adventurous, fun-filled, Loving life. Contact me now at freesession.info and I'll give you a free 30-minute session to help you become a conscious, deliberate creator of joy, fun, abundance, health, wealth, and freedom in your life. That's freesession.info. I look forward to meeting you and playing with you and having fun with you and helping you become a conscious, deliberate of amazing things in your life. Thanks for watching this video or listening to this podcast. If you got something from it, share it with your friends. Come check my, out my self-empowering articles, books, audios, products, and other goodies to help you become a conscious, deliberate creator at zakyron.com. If you'd like to receive my free book and video and audio, audio series, The Master Keys of Success and Freedom, click the link in this post or go to freekeysofsuccess.info. My name is Zakyron, and I help success-minded people create the happy abundant lifestyle you love. Thanks again for watching this video or listening to this podcast and I wish you immense joy and abundance and wealth and excitement and adventure on your magnificent journey of divine creation. And of course, always remember to make life a holiday. Woohoo!